0: Welcome to the Life in Lawn Care podcast. We're your host, Jesse James. Interviews industry leaders all the way down to the new business startups, also sharing stories of his own to help you with information, inspiration, all to motivate you with your life in lawn care. Now, let's get into the show. Here's Jesse James. Wow, what a what a great what a great intro! That was by our good friend Mike Gunn from Get It Done with Gunn on his YouTube channel, and he also has a podcast called uh, uh, Lung Care Community Podcast. Mike did a great job with that. He reached I reached out to him. I said, "Hey, man, uh, I think you got like a perfect radio voice. I think you do an excellent job. Would you make an intro for me? I'm tired of messing around with different." jingles and different stuff. I want something stationary. I want to do the same thing at the beginning of every episode. And he goes, I can do something up for you. And he sent it to me. And I was like, man, I like it. He goes, well, I kind of want to mess around with a couple more. And I was like, you make a couple more, let me know. I said, uh, you can also do an ad for me for uh, QuickBooks or, or maybe, or even for the anchor.fm. If you want, you know, we'll just make you the radio voice, the professional radio guy for me, you know? And, which is pretty cool. I think Mike does a really good job. He's going to get more involved into into his into his uh, media company and and into his podcast and, and different things. One thing I have slowed down on is making YouTube videos, and I wanted to share with you guys that I've mentioned it before, but I I really I'm going to start changing my YouTube name from Black Fork Lawn. With Blackfork Lawn is my professional business name. It's the actual name of my company. I'm going to change my YouTube name to uh, life and lawn care. So it will be the same across the board. I'm going to get new cover art because that was just something I threw together real quick last year. I'm going to get cover art. I'm going to have probably have someone on Fiverr, maybe someone make it up for me get, get a better piece of cover art and that's going to be on my YouTube channel and it's going to be on, on this. So everything across the board is going to for my whole entire media company, let's say lawn care media productions, it's just gonna be Life and Long Care all the way across the board, and they're gonna know me as Jesse James, the guy from Life and lawn Care, because I actually had someone comment on my personal business page on Facebook talking about some of the stories that I share. Uh, talking about he was, and it wasn't in nothing of malice or anything, but it's it's just things I don't want to share on my business page. I don't want to talk about uh recovery or times where like getting my life together would before when I was in active addiction and now, now I don't drink anymore. Now I don't use any kind of opiates. And he was, t- he was sharing his story about when he went to, uh, AA and, and different things. And that's cool. These are all things I support. And this is going to tie into what the show's about. Cause today in today's show, I want to talk about two topics. I want to talk about, uh, drug addiction and our, and our labor force, how a lot of the guys in the labor force are, have drug issues. And these are serious topics. And I also want to talk about a new book that I'm reading the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. So this guy, he, he messaged, he, it wasn't a personal message. He commented on it. And it, that kind of just made me think like sometimes to him, I just don't want a new customer coming to my Facebook page and seeing that like, have the idea that maybe he, maybe I might still be in active addiction or or drinking, or maybe I associate with I It was just a weird, I just didn't like it. And it's not nothing to do with him because it, this is information that I share, but I shouldn't share personal information because the information I share is I want to help other people. Maybe they're dealing with some issues or struggling with something, but I don't want it to be, I don't want my business directly to be affected by it. And I know YouTube and different things are good for SEO and linking back to like my website. So the traffic I get from my YouTube and Instagram and stuff, can I could track back for SEO work and track it back to my website to help me rank organically. But that's, I really don't want to use it for them purposes. Uh, the only reason why I chose Black Fork Lawn was because it's my business name and and it was about lawn care, but as I move more into it and I want, and I'm getting more serious, definitely, definitely don't want, uh, things that we talk about here to transfer over, over to the Black Fork Lawn business page. And, and it's, it's just, it's just not a good place for us to communicate. And I don't know, it, it I have no malice or ill will towards them. It's just, I need to put my audience in a better situation for, to talk to me directly. Stick to, you know, we stick to like direct messages on Instagram and things like that, email. So, like I said, I want to talk about, and here's what brings it to mind, about uh, drug addiction uh, and our labor pool that we choose from as uh, green industry business owners. I hear a lot of guys throughout the YouTube world and a lot of guys out here where I live Talking about there ain't, they just can't never find no good workers. Everybody that they find is on drugs, or they're just, they look like they're on drugs, and that's true. You gotta, you gotta, A, it all boils down to leadership. If you're, you can't never blame anybody about anything, it's always boils back to leadership and and how you run your business. So, always, always, no matter what, uh, assume responsibility. But at the same time, you got to look at it too. A lot of times this is a cash business. You're only working six to eight months out of the year. you got to be off. It's like The guys who are raising families and are excellent workers, they either A, they have a business, or B, they've already filled these factory jobs and they've already filled these other jobs. So who is left are the people who are still struggling. And some of these guys that are still struggling might not be as bad as what you think. I, at one time before, when I was on, when I knew I was committed to where I knew I wanted to get clean, I knew that I'm turning my life around and I had already signed up for, to go to rehab. I was already on my way there. I had a couple weeks to wait because the waiting list was so long. A guy hired, a guy hired me and he give me a hand up when a lot of people wouldn't even look, wouldn't even give me the chance of day, time of day. There was a guy that did gutters around me and I, had, he didn't hire me because I, w- I wasn't a Trump fan. I was a Ted Cruz supporter. So imagine if he would have knew that, uh, I'm struggling with active addiction, that I'm on my way, that I'm on my way to rehab. But I straight up told this other guy, I said, Hey, uh, you know, it was a, it was a flooring job. I said, hey man, I didn't tell him right right off the bat. Uh, I got, got the job. I did real good for him. Uh I was I was I was trying really, really hard to not use every day. Like I said, I was already on my way to I was already on my way to uh, to rehab for my opioid abuse. And I ended up telling him one day and I was like, hey, because he kept he kept putting me on jobs. It was only supposed to be like a, a couple days a week. And he kept picking me up because I was doing such a good job. And I told him, I said, Hey man, I use a drug called Suboxone." Uh, I struggle with active addiction. I'm going to rehab here in a couple of days. And he was quiet for a couple minutes. We was driving. We was on our way to Columbus to a job. And he goes, well, I kind of figured, because you can just tell, you know, someone's face and you, you can, you can tell. And, uh, he's like, I appreciate you being honest with me. And he shared a lot of his story. And he says, man, to be honest, as long as you don't steal from me, as long as he goes, I'll help anybody out and we, me and him became pretty close, man. Like, uh, we actually became, came really close. He, he, he showed me that just because you come from trailer parks, just because you come from poverty, mental illness, drug abuse, doesn't dictate the sins of your father or lack thereof. If you don't have a father. Doesn't mean that you have to stay in this poverty mindset because he came from similar situations to me. He went to prison. He was in prison for his drug use and he's the biggest carpet guy around. Look now he's at the time he was one of the biggest, but I didn't know that. But now I see his ads and his trucks. He runs a a pretty good outfit around here now. But what? Seven years ago when I was working for him, he wasn't, he wasn't too big. Like he, he was good. And man, like, I don't talk to him anymore. Like it, I wish I would have kept in closer contact with him. Cause soon as I got out of rehab, I I just went straight to Kentucky. Cause there's no geographical fix to a psychological problem, but sometimes it's best just to get away and remove yourself from an environment that might cause some sort of temptation that might be that might have some sort of issue. So what I'm what I'm what I'm telling you guys is. You might know someone out there that needs to help, because this industry is full of people who are in active addiction. And in today's society, we live in a world today where it's almost easier to get drugs than it is a pack of cigarettes, which is, which is sad. But there's a chance that maybe one of them guys could be looking for a hand up, and 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 uh, and I think that maybe it could. If you, see, if you sow that seed, maybe maybe they can be a great employee for you and they can really help grow your company. Now, I'm not saying go out and hire a bunch of drug addicts. I'm just saying if you come across a guy and he's honest with you, maybe maybe give him a chance, man. I don't know. It's just something that I felt compelled to share. I don't like talking about my failures and downfalls, but it is something that's weighed on my heart and I felt like, the Lord's called me to talk about it because maybe someone out there who has it has an employee that they're they're letting go or someone call them, calls them for a job and they know they're on drugs and I don't know. I just the Lord's put that on my heart to tell you guys about it. I'm not really sure why, but that's a story that's happened to me. But the second part of the podcast, main part of main part of the show today is a, I just wanted to show you uh Mike Gunn's cool little intro that he made for me. But B, I want to talk about this book, man. I've been reading, and as entrepreneurs, I think it's important that we read and maybe not read, you know, what, but audiobooks. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. I think it's important to put that kind of knowledge constantly in your head. I'm a guy who listens to a ton of talk radio, and if anybody knows about talk radio, it's all politics and news, and it's sad, and it's like you hear the – stories of today and it's right versus left and it's pro or anti and it's just it's not real conducive for a business owner to be consuming that kind of content that that's my opinion but I'm a guy who'll sit and I'll listen to talk radio all day long and I'm I'm trying to break that habit that's a that's a that's a habit that I have right now to where I don't think it's healthy uh for me growing my business now there's no like if the world's fa- if if the world's falling in I'll find out about it if it's something truly serious that happened in a 24-hour news cycle I'll hear about it but I'm trying to actively step back but my audio library is my audiobook library is my Audible library is crazy all the audio books I have I have all different kinds I have like 60 books and there are more and it's it's a crazy topic but I started on Tim Ferriss's book the four-hour work week. And that book was turned on to me by a guy named Jim. Jim, Well, I'm not going to share his last name, but it's Jim and uh, Dirty Lawn Thug. He has a YouTube channel. And when I first started listening to it, man, the first 45 minutes or so, I was like, man, this book is like, these are some, this is some crazy. And if anybody's out there read this book, you understand what I'm saying. It's like some really radical different ideas because he's just talking about like automate everything. And it, the idea behind the first hour of the book is talking about instead of being a millionaire, how about you just act like a millionaire? Like just be a millionaire in the sense of, how's he, how's he word it? He's like, be a millionaire in the sense of just go ahead and uh, take lavish vacations and do it. Be that risk taker. And I like the risk taker part, but it was a little bit different. But we, when I start to get more into book, it started. It the book started sharing to me, and 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 I just wanted to talk to you guys about it because I also get a lot of emails. Starting to get more emails of guys who are saying, for example, they'll be like, "Well, I got a pretty good job, but I'm I'm not happy with it. But it's safe and secure." And it's like, I get emails like that. They want to start their business. They they want to take that chance, but they're they're afraid. They're afraid. But here's the thing man you can't underrate you. you can't underestimate yourself. It's easier to chase an obnoxious million dollar goal. It's way easier to go after the million dollar goal versus the $50 goal because what's happening is not only are you underestimating yourself but everybody else in society is underestimating themselves as well. So everybody's staying for mediocre. Everybody's chasing that $50 bill. Everybody's chasing that $50 bill. No, not one person is going up after that million dollar grand prize. So instead of fighting with all your society and everybody else for these for mediocre, how about you go for grand? Just reach for it. Go for you can always go back and go get your average mediocre $15, $20. Out. an hour factory job. Them places have been around for 100 years and they're always going to be around. They're not going to stop working because you walked away. And and another thing I wanted to talk about is maximizing a lot of guys. A lot of guys would be like, I'm mowing 20 yards. I'm mowing 30 yards a day. And that's cool. But just because you have 20 to 30 yards a day and this scares a lot of new people coming in the business cuz they'll be like, "Well, it's going to be hard for me to get through. I, man, I can't get 30 yards a day and I don't I don't I don't know. I don't have the equipment to run 20 yards a day." It's like, "You don't need 20, 30 yards a day. Maximize your profit with the clients you have. Let's say you have 12 accounts, but you do everything from gutter cleaning, drywall work, you do everything on that profit or property. And let's say you're making 500 a month, 400 a month off that one property, but you're a do it all service. But this other guy who's bragging about mowing 30 yards a day, he gets 30 bucks a yard. So he's hustling all day long on all these different places. So the goal is to maximize every, condense everything down to as much to as what you can get as much, take your best clients. Or let's say you're wanting to break into the business, break into the business and and, and pick and choose your clients carefully because these are people that you have to deal with on a daily basis. See where I struggle with now, and, and I'm course correcting now, is I was taking on all this. I was that guy that wanted to have 20 yards a day, and I'm coming to find out that I don't like running all over the place because now, now it's August, and it's hot, and we ain't had a lot of rain, and it's plus 90 degrees all the time, and I'm getting tired. My equipment's starting to slow down, and I've ran myself ragged. All spring, all summer, and I look over, and these other guys are doing 15 accounts a week, but they're full service. That's what I that's what I'm gearing towards. Oh, my goal is to have about 15, 20 clients, but they're full service. I'm getting maximum amount of profit, maximum amount of, I'm getting everything I can out of that one client. If they need anything done, I'm the guy that, I'm the guy that does it. And I'm not just picking. And I hate to say it like this, but the poor little lady on SSI. Some businesses can be set up perfect for the for the poor lady down the street who lives on SSI. Where my business and the profit margins that I need to sustain my household, pay for my business, and achieve the goals that I want to achieve. That's not. She's not my ideal client. But for someone. Maybe who's starting in the game. Maybe they're they maybe they're a weekend warrior type guy. Maybe that's the person for it. So you, for me taking that client and not being happy with it, I could be taking and utilizing that energy where I'm going to her house once a week and I'm spending my 30 minutes over there taking care of her property. I could be taking that 30 minutes of energy there plus the time billing, plus the time driving there and driving back. So let's say I'm wasting an hour and a half a week on a property that I know is not profitable that I know I don't want. I could be utilizing that time somewhere else and, or putting that back into my business. So don't listen to the people that think that you have to have, that you have to have 40 to 60, 80 clients a week and you gotta be six o'clock AM to eight o'clock at night all day long, every day. And that's the only way you're going to make money. That's not, that's not the only way you're going to make money. You max. You find the best clients you can, and and you weed through them, and and you and and you do a full service with these guys. Now it might not be spraying because I can't spray yet. One of the things this this uh, winter, what I'm gonna do is I plan on getting my uh, chemical applicator's license for the state of Ohio. You can't just go spraying uh, chemicals, Roundup or anything. You can't even spray water and collect money you have to have a chemical applicator's license, which is good because a lot of people in my area don't want to pay the 100 bucks and go take the test. So that's just a, that's just more revenue that I'll be able to make le- next year because people just don't want to go after that. So there's just this this book, Tim Ferriss' uh, Four-Hour Workweek, it's just cha- it's just changing my whole business perspective. Like there's so much going through my head right now, <laughs> and I'm just sitting in front of the microphone, sitting at my computer. My kids in the next room. We're about to I'm, we're about to go hang out, man. But there's so much going through my head right now because I've been thinking about this book all day. As I'm, it's hard to translate. It's just you know when you get so much knowledge at one time, you're trying to share everything, but everything gets kind of jumbled. Well, that's kind of where I'm at right now. So I'll I'll cut it out right now. I'm just gonna tell you all, hey pick up Tim Ferriss's four hour work week. And obviously this ain't sponsored and Tim Ferriss ain't never, he don't know who I am, but it's a, it's a great read for any, for any new entrepreneurs. You want to start learning the right way from the jump. That's a great book for any of the, and, and it's perfect for the entrepreneur who's been grinding all summer. And this is like, let's say they're the fourth or fifth year in and they've been that guy running, you know, 20 accounts a day and they're doing 80 account, 90 accounts a week that's a lot of running and you're getting around this time of year. That's not where I want to take my business. I want to be the most profitable as I can, but I know it's not sun up to sun down. That ain't how I want to do it. I know, I know I can make a good living doing it on bigger, bigger properties, full service at higher rates because I'm learning what I'm worth. And here's another thing for you new guys. Don't get too caught up in the numbers and we're going to do another podcast about numbers cuz I was that guy that said, "Well, how much does it cost to do? How much should I be charging for this? How much should I be charging for this? Find out what it costs for your truck to just sit in front of someone's house. I know it costs me about 6 just for my truck and trailer and equipment to roll up and sit there. It's about $6 an hour. Just for my not me, just for my truck. So find out what it takes to run you Inc. Find out what you want. And like I said, we're going to do another podcast on 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 finding your numbers everybody says know your worth know your numbers and these are these are things that get repetitive but like they're very 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 important and I, last year I didn't know what systems was and know your worth meant and know your numbers what numbers how I don't know how much I wait for bills to come in and I pay them but it's like no that's silly that's crazy you got to learn your learn what it runs you inc so whenever people ask me how much did you charge to do them bushes well I can tell you my price, but my price has, I don't know what you have. I don't know what your overhead is. I don't know what you're trying to build or what you're trying to do. I know I charge 140 to do th- this little job, but it's, it's because it's the things that I want and I have and what my market allows. So we're going to touch on that later on. I just want to do a real quick podcast. The Lord was, the Lord's been on my heart lately and I'm thinking maybe someone out there and in, in podcast land, maybe they got someone that they need to maybe give them a, a hand up. Now, obviously, the message wasn't for everybody, and people probably might not like it, but I think it was for someone. Like I said, the Lord's compelled me to talk about it, so I just pushed rec- – I was sitting here watching – hey, I was sitting here watching YouTube videos, and I just felt it on my heart to just say, hey, just make a quick little podcast. So here – that's what I'm doing, and that's where we're at. If you guys don't mind, leave a five-star – uh, go down to your, if, if you're on Apple podcast, go down and hit five stars, leave a positive review. It just kind of like, it just gives kind of social proof that people are listening to the program and, and, uh, and we're doing, and we're doing the right thing here. So I appreciate you guys. I'll talk to y'all later. God bless you.